All right, and welcome back to the Gratitude and Grit podcast hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hokinson. So today we're actually in the gym for the first time ever on the podcast, and I got Steven here with me. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, so we just finished a Sunday workout, and now we are going to talk about the um, Hero Wad Murph uh, strategy kind of guide uh, that's coming up for this weekend. Murph episode two. Murph episode two. So yeah. um, last episode, we talked a little bit about uh, Murph prep. So have you been doing any Murph prep? Not, not as much as you, it seems, <laughs> but I did appreciate the reminders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not the, uh, some of the prep that we talked about, I think you've hit it every time though. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the highest rounds that you built up to? Uh, so I, I did 10 on Friday Okay. before the Friday workout, which was not a good idea. Um, and then tomorrow is 12. So I'm going to do 12, 14, 16. Oh, okay. And then I'll probably stop at that. You're going to do the 16 on Friday? Friday. Awesome. We're going to try. I don't know. Um, I have obviously at home, I have not been doing pull-ups. Um, I've just been doing bent over rows and then we, uh, um, we had to bring back our equipment on Thursday. So mm-hmm. Friday I just did it. I grabbed like two milk jugs, mm-hmm. just something, just kind of go through the motion. But obviously the main focus for me is, uh, push-ups, push-ups yeah, trying like to get better at the about. push-ups, but yeah. I will say that um, on the push-up strategy, uh, last time we talked about where to put your hands on a push-up, and you suggested to kind of get it right below your your breast or your 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 nipple line, and kind of get your hands close mm-hmm. and keep your hands close. And I feel like I did that, and that's a game changer for me. Yeah, that's what you said. Sounds like you did some research watching the old games too. Yeah, so I would definitely encourage you uh, that are listening and preparing for Murph this weekend to kind of do a few push-ups and find out your hand position. But the, the lower you get the, your hands, you know, the closer to your, your nipple line, as opposed to your shoulder line, I think the easier it is. And then obviously if you can do more tricep as opposed mm-hmm. to, I don't know what it, this would be. Just it's more, more shoulder, it's yeah. shoulder joint, right? When and your it, arms flare out. And I feel like it's easier to drop and then it's easier to push mm-hmm. up. Um, so before for me to do 10 unbroken push-ups was somewhat of a challenge and now I'm able to do a round of 10 really actually pretty easy. So yeah, that's great. It's a definitely a good thing. So yeah, been working on that. Um, hopefully we'll see how this week turns out and if that pays dividends, but hopefully it does. I'm sure it will. But uh, also spent a little bit of time watching uh, the CrossFit uh, workout Murph. So they did it in uh, 2015. Um, and when they did it in 2015, they actually did it straight through. So they did 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and then 300 air squats. And if I remember correctly, that was a very hot summer day. Yeah. So that was the super hot one. Yeah. A lot of people got knocked out of the, yeah. the game. I think Sam Briggs or somebody got rabdo. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Karen, uh, what's her name? Karen Webb. Kara, Kara Webb. Kara she, she got rabdo and dropped out. Yeah. Fainted and stuff. Yeah. They were a mess. It was really hot. But, and it was uh, on that football field AstroTurf. Yep. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool to watch them do that. Um, and they did it, I think, in like 37-ish, plus mm-hmm. or minus. Um, and then in 2016, they did it again. Um, but that time they did five rounds of 20 push-ups or 20 pull-ups, 40 uh, push-ups. push-ups, and 60 air squats. Mm-hmm. And they just did five rounds there. Faster times? Much Yeah, it was like five minutes faster. Sure. Five to four, I think. I think uh, Josh Briggs did it in like 32 minutes. And so they were talking about, um, how the breaking that up definitely helped. Totally. Um, I think he did a really good job. He finished almost a minute ahead of Frazier, I think in that one. So he was definitely motivated, uh, to get that knocked out. Um, I had a lot of meaning to him being a Navy SEAL himself. Yeah. Yeah. So he did a really good job on that, but 
the five rounds is uh it was pretty cool to watch him do that and and you and I were talking a little bit before but um all these in both 2015 and 2016 they have no problem doing pull-ups and they have no problem doing air squats but it's all about the push-ups so that is the workout so we're just like the games athletes just like the games athletes <laughs> and I was as I was telling you earlier you know some of them when they were doing their push-ups they would only do sets of two or sets of three or sets of five so definitely should not be thinking that we're going to go do 10 rounds of 10 or 20 rounds of 10 like it's a piece of cake because you're going to get tired and there's only one or two in this gym that can probably do 10 push-ups every single time yeah without breaking them up eventually so i think mentally you want to prepare that you're going to start having those issues um and you just need to push it, through yeah push through and just know that you're going to run into that so manage the rest manage the rest there you go yeah um and we'll come back to that so let's talk about uh class times Class times, yeah. Saturday, this Saturday coming up. Class times are at 8 and 9.30, keeping in mind that we can only have nine people in the gym is the is the goal still, and one coach puts us at 10. So on Saturday, 8 and 9.30, you should reserve that in, in Zen Planner. Uh, Sunday is 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and Monday again at 8 and 9.30. Uh, this year it's important to note that we're not doing the barbecue like we traditionally do at this point, unless something changes between now and then. But... Um, we're just going to have to wave it this year, just like a lot of other things in our world are getting waved for now, right? Yep. So a little disappointing, but still get to do Murph, which is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be fun. It'll kind of, it'll give us more room in the in the gym, which Yeah, we talked nice. about that. And when it's super crowded and you're kind of waiting for a pull-up rig and then having to get out of the way this year, hopefully you can kind of stand under your pull-up rig. Yeah. And we'll talk about minimizing your movement, right? Yep. Okay, so we're here to talk about strategies. So why don't you, we wrote down kind of four strategies. And as I talked about, there's a couple other strategies there that you could utilize uh, that the games athletes did in 2015 or 2016. But I don't really think doing it straight through or doing five rounds is probably ideal for our gym. Uh, Not for me. (laughs) So yeah, definitely work out where you need to keep a whiteboard or keep some chips nearby and you don't want to lose count on this one, right? For those of you that have never done it before, you have to go in with a strategy or the wheels will fall off and you'll lose count because it's way too many reps to try to track on a board. It's easier just to erase tally marks. So I think the most common one is 20 rounds of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats. And um, not everybody should do that. Um, From what I've learned over the years is you should pick your uh, weakest movement and then build the workout from there. So the second option is five five fifteen five for 20 rounds which you'll notice the only difference is instead of doing five pull-ups and then 10 push-ups what you're doing in this situation which i know i usually do and others that struggle with push-ups will do the five pull-ups and then drop down to five push-ups stand up for 15 air squats drop back down for five push-ups so really you're just breaking the push-ups with the uh, air squat in between yeah, right. and I think that's definitely the easier of the two because um, you only have to do the five push-ups at a time. So I think that's a good strategy. And so if you're going to try and do it for your first time, maybe you know either with the vest or without the vest, then that's a really good one to do. I think doing the 5, 10, 15 is, is a good plan. It sounds simple, but the 10 push-ups is where it's going to get is, you. Yeah. And I think if you break getting into the later rounds of that, you're going to struggle with the push-ups, And so I think just to go ahead and plan and break those apart, five, five, and then the other five, Right. I think it just makes a lot of sense because you can always do five push-ups for the most part. Generally, I, mean, it's I gonna think get, so too. You might stop and after two or three and take a quick rest and then pump out two more. But 
that's what I did last year, and I thought that was it was a lot easier. The only negative really um, is you're getting up and down more one more time, yep, which cuts into your time, yep, right. Um, and you could you could honestly not to to confuse anybody out there, but you could do ten rounds of five, ten, fifteen, and then switch over to the five, five, fifteen, five when you feel your push-ups are fatiguing and you can't maintain those ten reps anymore. So that's yeah. an option. Kind of not great in the moment. You'd have to plan ahead for that. So Yeah. I think that's actually going to probably be more of my strategy is to see if I could do better on the push-ups. And uh, I'm going to try and do it with the vest again this year, um, but see how the push-ups go and then maybe break up because it is, if you're wearing a vest, you know, and you have to get up, it's just another time you have to it's get another up. another air the, squat, essentially, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so the the third one, um, if you're a push-up ninja, which uh, I guess we almost talked about one like this, it's 10 pull-ups, 20 push-ups, 30 air squats. So you'll immediately, and that's for 10 rounds, so less counting here, which is nice, but you'll notice it's a huge set of 20 push-ups, which you would eventually break up pretty early on. And then what's nice about this one is you get to do 30 air squats. Um, so you get more out of the way on those and you get to do 10 pull-ups. So if you're strong at pull-ups, this is not a bad option because five pull-ups for a lot of us is not a lot. And so it's nice to do 10 pull-ups to, to chip away at those faster as well. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people will choose this option. Some athletes will. Um, the last one, this is the great one for beginners. So if you're listening again and this is your first time doing Murph or if you're still considering yourself as a beginner or maybe you're just deconditioned currently, a great one is three, six, nine. Three pull-ups, six push-ups, nine air squats. However, that is for 33 rounds. So that is a lot of counting. And mathematically, it leaves one round left over of one, two, three. So essentially, you could start off with a four, eight, 12, and then do your 33 rounds. At that point, 32 rounds of three, six, nine. Right? Yeah. That's a lot of getting up and getting down, too. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of counting. Yeah. That sounds... Uh Sounds that is a lot of tally marks to erase <laughs> one by one on your I think dry I, erase board. If I looked down at my dry erase board and I saw 33 tally marks, yeah. I think I would just quit right there. Yeah. But I, I, people can do it, and it's a, it is a good alternative. So throwing that one out there too. You should discuss with your coaches, though, if you have a different strategy and, and what they think maybe your weakness is and where you could uh, strategize to make it uh, an easier workout for you. I think if you were if you were in the beginner athlete or in the in – the, considering the strategy of 33 it might be better just to break it up with a friend and do a partner yeah Murph. a lot of a lot of people up here do it with a partner yeah and i've done it with a partner before as well and i think that would be i think you would enjoy that more than doing it by yourself with 33 rounds yeah that would be it'd be kind of painful yeah and, and there's a lot of other ones out there if you guys uh, do a google search you'll get all kinds of rep schemes or create one on your own yep i think the the big thing to notice really in your strategy or whatever is that the time is in the transitions. Yes. The time is not really in the workout. So just if you went and did 10 push ups, 15 air squats, and then five pull ups right now, that's going to take you, uh, you know, 50 seconds to a mm -hmm. minute. I would agree. It's uh, 50 seconds probably. So I, if you did it without a vest, it's 50 seconds. Sure. Um, so say it was a minute per round. That's your goal. Yeah. That's your goal. Right. And sure. so if you did 20 rounds of that, it's 20 minutes and then you got a nine minute or a 10 minute run on both sides of it. So you'd be looking at a 40 minute Murph, which it's would be awesome time. fantastic yeah. if you didn't have any transitions, but the people that might be in that situation might do it in one hour. 
So then that means you have 20 minutes wrapped up in transitions. That's and, a lot. And so that's essentially your work to rest ratio is one to one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where people tend to go wrong in this is, is resting too much. Yeah. So this weekend when we do Murph in an ideal situation, you would set yourself up standing underneath the barbell or not barbell, but the pull-up rig and on three, two, one go, like when you come in from that run, you, you jump up, you do your pull-ups, you just drop straight down, fall down, start your push-ups, hop up, start your air squats, and you still are remaining directly underneath the rig space that you started at. Yeah. And you jump up and you do it again. Or, like Brad said, it's uh, 50 seconds, so then you get 10 seconds where you stare at the clock, count to 10, hop up, start your next round. Yep. And if you can maintain that for five rounds, eight rounds, 10 rounds, and then you get over the halfway mark and you're you're downhill from there and maybe it'll slow down a bit, but that's okay. Because a 40-minute to 50-minute is a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just to be very aware of your transition time. And so whether you do like Froning's, you know, double breath or whatever it is to say, okay, I just finished the push-ups. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to take two deep breaths. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go straight into the air squats. But if you find yourself staring at the clock for 20 seconds before you go to your next movement, Bad. that's where it's going to turn into an hour and five minutes, an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's where it's going to get a little it's Mon- kind of, mundane. Yeah. Mundane, not fun. And then actually yeah. you just kind of feel like you're losing momentum on it. And, and really for, if you're going to do the five pull-ups and whether you do them banded or, or butterfly or just regular, you can do the five pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, the push-ups is where, and, and if you can only do three, then sit back up to your knees, take two seconds, take a couple of breaths, shake your arms out and then go back at it. Yeah. And so you don't want to just keep sitting over and over and over and over yeah and we definitely will not have the issue with you know the people all scattered around so it used to be you'd go over you'd walk you know 20 or 30 steps to the to the rig you do your pull-ups and you walk back out Mm -hmm. you know because there's 40 people scattered around come back to the rig and somebody's there still so yeah just throw in some more air squats yeah so actually this year would you know you could actually probably score pretty well on your time because your transition's gonna i think it'll be good yeah gonna go way down yeah and um It'll be less crowded um, all around. You'll just have more freedom of space and be maybe less stifling hot. I don't know. Yeah. So what uh, what strategy do you think you're going to do? I, I feel like I forget what I did last year. Every year I do it again. It kind of goes blank from my memory. I think last year I did the 5, five 10, 15. I think I did 5, 10, 15. And somebody was by me, one another male athlete, and they did the five, five, 15, five, and moved quicker through the workout. And we were of similar athletic ability. So they're both good strategies. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I've been working on pushups a lot, especially with us being down from the gym and I've been bench pressing at home a lot. So I feel like my pushups have gotten a lot better than they were last year. So I'm excited to try it. Yeah. However, pull-ups have gone down probably. <laughs> yeah. I think we learned that on Friday. Yeah. I don't know but, if I can do another pull up until Murph. Yeah. <laughs> After Friday, that was a killer. Um, I think the other thing to mention too is is do on the air squats. It's a simple movement to do a good air squat, but then you stand up and you can take a good breath, and then so you can slow down the air squats and still do them at a fair yeah. clip. But you can actually kind of rest. You, you know, can, yeah. Fifteen of them. You, you, you can down. breathe on an air squat. Yeah. Yeah. So find your breath on that movement. And so you can really kind of slow down and you know, push back, sit down, stand up, take a breath, and then keep going as mm-hmm. opposed to doing 15 as fast as you can and then standing around for 10 seconds. Probably won't pay off too much in the long run. And so that way yeah. you can 
do your 15 air squats, kind of re-get your breath, go knock out your five pull-ups, mm-hmm. and then do your push-ups and all that. So, Yeah, I mean, overall, it's not a crazy workout. It's really the reps that start to get to you, right? The mental aspect and the reps. So, yeah, there's a lot of room to rest strategically, like you talked about. Yeah. Take your breaths at the right moment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything to talk about on the run side of things? That's all you. <laughs> <laughs> as far as your strategy, I don't. Other we, than we did talk about the second run, and it is true. We talked about how exciting it is when you're done with everything and you're on the second run, and yeah. how good that run can feel. Yep. And how Brad, uh, not me, I don't think, has can drop his time sometimes on the second run because you're so elated, right? Yeah, you're so excited to get it done. I think, you know, they they talked about it a little bit on the games where you actually go out really fast and they actually thought it was a pretty good strategy to try and go out and you know do a seven minute mile or eight minute mile mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think you should kind of hold back a little bit on that first mile oh. I, I don't you know again with a crowd of 10 people it's not that big of a deal when they're doing the games obviously they have 40 40 yeah. athletes so they have they have a serious crowd problem there but i think going out at a decent pace um and then when you come back in, you should feel ready to, you can go right towards it. Like you shouldn't run so fast where you have to come back and you're catching your breath like you're dying. Or run so slow because you're dreading the yeah. the movements. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I think, you know, once you go out for your second run, it's, you know, it's over with, I think. Um, and you have, you know, eight to 10 minutes worth of work left to do. And mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty straightforward. And then usually somebody's out there with the clock telling you what it is. And the sooner you get to them, the sooner it's over. So that's why I feel like. Yeah faster is better. I hope I can do that. Yeah. I, I said I get discouraged when I go out for my second run and Brian's already changed his clothes Yeah, and he's jogging next to me telling me I can do it. <laughs> so this year, just don't do it, Brian. And then you'll have yeah, to find out when Brian doesn't <laughs> choose a different day. <laughs> I did notice that. So that was the first time I seen the times, but Sunday at one and two sounds a lot better, but mm. uh, it'd be, I think it, the sun is actually supposed to start coming out this week and it's supposed to be a nice weekend. I think the temperatures are supposed to be a little bit up than they were. So Sunday at one and two might be funner because you get to sleep in, mm-hmm. but you might have the uh, the heat to deal with a little bit. I like there. the Saturday morning one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Get out of the way. All right. Well, uh, let us know what strategy you're doing or when you get to the class, tell your tell your coach, talk about it. And um, if you have any other strategies, then share with the share with the group and let us know. But I think we pretty much covered the main ones. So. I think so. You have five or six days to get in those push-ups, practice them at home. There you go. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>